Welcome to the Indie Flicks Podcast. This is your co-host, Alan. And this week, we got a special guest, my good friend, my homeboy. We've been trying to connect for, like, years. But now, I'm finally glad that we finally got the opportunity. Everybody, welcome Chase Dudley to the show. Chase, my man, the director, uh, uh, owner of... I'm sorry. (laughs) The owner, director, filmmaker, writer, uh, cut to the Chase Productions. Chase, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. I, that was a bit of a tongue twister. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just, uh, I, I appreciate you being on, man. Like I said, it's been a long time coming. I'm finally glad that we got this done. <laughs> oh, man, very much uh, so. We, we definitely have been, uh, you know, talking on and off in the industry since 2014. It's been a long 2014. time. 2014. Yes. Man. But it's finally happening, and I'm glad it is. So it's time to put you on the show, man. Try to, I mean, because you went from uh, Marvelous Mandy all the way to, uh, I, I really, really, really like Payday. I really, really, really like Payday. Payday. Thank you. Dude, I'm going to tell you, I can't give it away because the twists and stuff, man. But the twist, yeah. Payday was all that. <laughs> well, payday, Payday was, um, really inspired by dog day afternoon um and i always wanted to do a heist film right, right, but right. not not the way it's no not the way you think it would be and that was so hard to do for one with limited um access to money and, and yeah um it, we, that that movie i was so surprised we finished because we i mean we had everything under the sun um to like that really got in the way of that film. I mean, we, it was it rained a few times, and all of this continuity needed to take place in the same night. Exactly. We had severe storms. Uh, the building behind us literally got repainted, and it didn't. Oh, look the same. <laughs> it, it was it, it was it was such a challenge. And then, like you know, we had the roads blocked off, but I mean, some some cars were still very upset. There were people mad because they had a detour. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Sure might be. I'm cussing out. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was it was uh, it was definitely a challenge, but um, it was definitely one of my favorite films because for one, I, I've never I've never really thought that I would ever do um, outside of like like a thriller or horror because as a little as a kid, I've watched nothing but horror films. But yeah. Steven Spielberg and Tarantino and david fincher and um you know f gary gray they all inspired me but and james cameron because they all do practically a little bit of everything and i don't want to be i don't want to be like oh known as a one-dimensional director where all of my films are basically the same thing Um, as much as i love horror films and stuff like that but i want to do different things where you know i have a bit of a a gallery of because I feel like you can really get the maximum of um, people who support you if you make a little bit of everything. Because if I make just horror films, well, not everybody's going to appeal to that. But I like to also challenge myself to know that I can do other things. Mm-hmm. Other movies. Um, so you want to be known as a filmmaker, not just a horror. Yes, I want to be a filmmaker, a storyteller. And I, yes. that's where I've always loved um, Spielberg because this is the same guy who hit who did like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He's did, mm-hmm. he did uh, E.T. He did The Color Purple. I could yeah. I had to, like 
blink twice on that. He did Jaws. He did mm-hmm. Schindler's List. He did Saving Private Ryan. He did oh, one of my Saving favorite Ryan. of all time, Jurassic Park. He did Ready Player One. He's yeah. did Minority Report. Um, and, and, and he's in the world. And and that's a huge difference of I mean like I mean let's not even forget the Indiana Jones exactly um, he's done so many amazing movies um and like he he's not one dimensional and and he knows how to tell a story and he knows how to set up a shot exactly right right and I feel that I feel that so what so you would say what would so what would draw you what drew you to becoming a film. Oh, man, that's a good question, because I'm nothing like how I was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, man, I was socially awkward. I never wanted to do anything. I was like, I was a bit of an introvert um, growing up. I, I like if I did go outside, it wasn't around people. It was like I was catching lizards and catching snakes and, nice. and stuff like that. I was, not, I was not like a lot of people that I hung around with. Um, uh-huh. That's me. So, I, yeah, I was a bit of a loner, but. Uh, one of my favorite things was, I mean, like, since I was, my brothers were four years older than me, and I was the youngest. Um, and um, so they they really done their thing because they were twins, and it was just me. So I was kind of a little bit of the, the loner. So I, I just watched movies a lot. And, um, of course, then when I was watching movies, I wanted to be an actor because that's what I saw. I didn't know anything about a director or assistant director or producer right. or none of that. Um, so when I first started out in my career and I made Peyton's Burton, which is my first feature film, mm-hmm. um, it, it was not a good movie, but it was a powerful <laughs> right. And it was about my high school um, interracial relationship where um, her dad really, I mean, her family was really racist and, okay. um, and I just, you know, seeing how hard interracial, um, relationships are, they deal with a lot more, uh, than the average relationship. Relationships are already hard, yeah. but when interracial, you have like differences and cultural differences and stuff that mm-hmm. just does not go well with everyone. And, sometimes you can be spending your time more so defending your relationship rather than enjoying it. And exactly. Right. I've yeah. wanted, I've always wanted to make a movie about that. And, and, you know, my experience um, that really changed me because I never quite understood, um, you know, not being liked because of the color of my skin or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some family members on my side that, that didn't like, you know, yeah. um, I dated outside of my race and i I felt that I was pressured to, um, you know, date um, within my my race, but I've I've always I've always been attracted to all kinds of different women. Um, exactly. I've dated, you know, like I never really color never occurred to me. Um, right, that's how we was raised too. That you know, color is really not a thing. You know what I mean? Just yeah, because that person makes made you happy, whether if you just a friend or if you guys were in relationships. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, I mean, not even everybody in the same, uh, guess, cultural race or whatever you want to say, don't even have the same, all the same shades. Everybody has a different complexion. So it, to me, a pigment of a skin, I've always kind of thought was funny that people can have an issue with it. And I just noticed that, um, you know, like, I, I love is love. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like That's it's true. wrong. You know, whether it's same sex, whether it's, um, you know, the opposite, you know, like, uh, you know, different culture or whatever. I mean, 
if you love that person, it shouldn't matter. But it should Right. We live in a society where people obviously know what's best for you besides you, but no one have. And I, I think that's why one of my favorite songs growing up was Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Ooh, is because yeah. I feel like I feel like if everyone really spent really their their time focusing on working on themselves, there be there so many people would be mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. should be. And and so many people are so worried about what other people are doing. Right. Um right. Yeah. and that, that's kind of why sometimes I'm not the greatest friend in the world because I'm so caught up into myself of trying to accomplish you know being a good father being a good right. husband which is both are very hard jobs very it's hard um, right out the gate just very doing, hard then you add it on being a good friend and yes. things like that and, and then your hobbies and your uh yeah job and your career so yeah yeah because i mean i have three kids um that you know my my time is very limited and and sometimes i'm not able to keep up with certain people as much as i want and you know some people some people are very understanding and some people aren't but then i'm also creating and and it's like if i'm not with my family i'm thinking about making a movie and then and it's yep. just like it never shuts off even if i tell myself that i'm going to take a break mm-hmm. i'm literally thinking about my next movie. <laughs> <laughs> you in there recording like your voice, like okay, this movie. Could yeah, yeah, or writing down, taking notes. I'm right there with you, man. Absolutely. So you, since we shared a lot of the same things, you know, as far as uh, the same interests, you know, we're both African American men who make horror films. Uh, yeah. Have you experienced any discrimination or setbacks being a black man in horror? Or outside of your normal, you know, your normal black movie or hood movie or something like that. Any discriminations or setbacks for making uh, a black man making horror films? I would have to say, I mean, no. Um, or if it if it if it has happened, I don't think that I let it stop me too much to notice. Um, right. For but I will have to say this: some of the biggest help in this industry that has helped me gain where I'm at have all been white. Um, so you and, did. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, so I can't say that race has played an issue for me. I felt like, I mean, everyone who has gave me money to make movie have been white. I honestly, if anything, I, I have, I, I really would like to connect more with uh, black writers and black actors yeah um because a lot of times i do try to collaborate with um you know um black talent it, it just so seem like that it seems like we are kind of like set up not to want to do anything with each other or it's the heck don't treat it's each other public, it's, you know yeah it is and it's so i feel like if, it, if it's anything it's i feel like it's against our ourselves um mm-hmm. You know, and then I get to I get a lot of criticism of why do I not cast black people in my movies? And it's like, well, it's definitely not the lack of trying, but I, you know, I, exactly. Yeah, I talked yeah, to somebody like, about this the other day, and it's like I'm trying to get more black people to think outside the box and think about horror, think about science. Yeah. You know, I, now I do have a lot of some support from black people and things like that, but at the same yeah, time, absolutely, say, overall, uh, the majority of them has been non-black, whether if it's uh, right, black, right. And, and Asians I tell, I tell and you, right absolutely i i have worked with some amazing culture uh, pe- of people uh, i've worked with you know bishop stevens i love working with bishop stevens that man mm-hmm. has charisma and that man 
you know, he he has a really good mindset. Yeah, he's, he's a very wise person. The paycheck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I well, he, I mean, he, uh, I, I learned a lot from him in the industry. He told me a lot of things, whether I listened or didn't listen. If I did listen, there was a lot of things that he said it was true that I went back to him. He's like, uh huh, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, I worked with uh, Tory Beckham. I love working with Tory Beckham. He has such an amazing attitude. He's such a a wonderful actor. Um, I, you know, in Locked In, I worked with the first Russian um, actress I've ever worked with. Her name was Nalia Shukovora, and she was amazing. Like I seen that on your video. I'm like, yeah, she she oh, was fantastic. Um, she's a she's a pretty feisty girl, but she she means well though. Uh, one thing I love about her is that she questions everything, and it, I I love that it also made me challenge myself as a director to make sure that I'm leading in the right direction. And she, right. she, you know, she just didn't hop along. She wanted to make sure I knew what I was doing before I told her my vision. And yeah, I, I've never really worked with someone quite like that before. Um, you know, now, is she, I, she lives in Russia now or is she here? No, she lives in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, I flew her out from Las Vegas. Uh, originally, originally, I I had an actress cast for Locked In. I had Brittany Blanton, and mm -hmm. um, she was going through quite a uh, quite a bit, and she took a break from acting. And I, I was, yeah, and and I wish her the best. I hope we get to work together again. I was really excited to work with her, but um, I wasn't having any luck. Um, and I don't even know how I found Nalia. Um, <laughs> But I know she read the script and she she um, we talked on the phone and she told me how much she loved the script. And she was like, I've never done anything like this. And this story is this story really needs to be told. And um, right. I, I was so glad that she was so brave to, to do it because, um, you know, her role, um, you know, she she worked at a nightclub. And, and mm -hmm. historically, like if you read um like statistically, most of the people who go missing in a human trafficking or missing period are eat strippers yep. or, or in nightclubs and, and yep. stuff like that. So I really wanted to be true to the roots of where most people go abducted. And um, yeah, I, I was did, just so glad that we're so brave to do yeah, it. We did a film you know, a, a couple of episodes back uh, with a lady named Frida and her film. You know, it was uh, really devastating that, like you said, because most of the people uh, that get caught up in sex trafficking and things like that, like you said, are uh, uh, like prostitutes or uh, nightclub dancers and things like that. Man. And in this, in the sad because yeah, easily targeted because everybody say I, like I listen to true crime no podcasts and most people say, oh, it's because you know ain't nobody gonna you know know they're gonna know they're missing and no no one's looking for them. You know, and it's really yeah, no, most 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 people. Most people that go into that kind of lifestyle don't really have a lot of people that keep up with them, unfortunately. And it's unfortunate yeah. that, um, you know, that someone can just vanish off the face of the earth and no one notice. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think lack of compassion is one thing in humanity that is really missing that just does not seem to get any better. And it's just getting worse. It's just everyone is it's like everyone is part of some agenda. Um, and I, I just, I really hate how much our country is divided. Um, oh, it's, it's you know, with, with whether it's with race, thing gender, um, and there you go. There's the division. Yeah. yeah and, and I really don't like it because I really love to talk to people that I don't have a lot in common with or 
find difference of opinion because I really feel like if we all thought the same, I feel like mm -hmm. the world would be so boring. But I, I really yeah. love um, talking to people that really like my wife. We've been together for almost 13 years um, and we really don't agree on a lot, but it gives us a lot to talk about. We are two mm -hmm. passionate people that express ourselves, but I mean, it's really interesting hearing point of views. Um, yeah, if we that is one same, of the then we all be that, Yeah, you know, we can learn from one another. I think that's why we do um, have differences. Is that's how we learn. Is all everything is all perspective. All life is, is truly is perspective. You know, like how somebody might see something, it might not be where you are. You know, because they had a whole different experience. Um, that's you know, like growing up. You know, when I did like experience a lot more race racial uh, encounters and stuff, and I would tell some of my friends growing up, they'd be like, "That didn't happen." And I'd be like, "Oh, so you, were, you were there, gotcha." <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, this is Johnny. And this is Mandy. From Brother Brother Beercast. That's right. We are your premier podcast in arts and entertainment. So whether you want to hear about the arts and entertainment in Indianapolis or you want to be a part of the show, check us out at brotherbrotherbeercast.com. You're listening to Indie Flicks with Kells and Wheels. This is John Woodruff, director of the hit indie film, Animal Among Us. Every Thursday, you'll find me listening to the Indie Flicks podcast, hosted by my boy, Alan, and my girl, Kels, as they talk through true independent cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking to Chase Dudley, uh, owner, director, writer, producer at Cut to the Chase uh, Productions. My man, Chase. So I got this uh, question I wanted to ask you, though. So tell us a little bit. You got uh, you was just talking about it here a second ago, uh, Locked In. Give us a little uh, synopsis and tell us a little bit about uh, Locked In, which is your. Yeah, it's basically it's basically two women on opposite points of the world that that are basically are held captive and they have to put together their misconceptions and they, they have to come together. Um, so it shows like literally two different types of people um you yeah. know um amber don fox she played a, a christian a strong christian lady who was abducted and she's very more pure and nalia was more like kind of off the street um and they they don't really have much in common but they kind of learn and they get to know each other and they realize that their differences don't really matter because what really matters is staying alive and they right. grow close together and it, and it gives some interesting conversations in between during the human traffic and the war it's not it's not just like a saw movie where you're rooting for right. the villain you really care right. about these people and That's i true. tell you i tell you one thing i love working with amber don fox i you know like i you know you direct and you um you want definitely want to work with her man um she yep, comes to trying set to prepared. <laughs> she comes to set prepared um and not only does she come prepared, she has her list of notes. She is a very organized actress. And I tell you, she is so tough. Everything that I've ever asked her to do, she never complained. She faced her fears for this film. She's scared of cockroaches. She's scared of rodents. 
Um, you know, <laughs> and so she, she dealt with fears. Those, yeah, she dealt with those things in this movie. She faced her fears. She is all about acting. She has passion. She has a really great attitude. Because um, I've know, been like, trying to get her into uh, something that I have. It's just it hadn't, you know, everything just hadn't came together yet. But I guarantee, oh, absolutely, it's going to be. But, yeah, when it's meant to be, it will happen. Right. But, you know, um, I mean, from working with her in Beast of the Field, which was our first experience, and she was a little bit more reserved on there because I guess she was nervous <laughs> about working with me. We didn't know each other, but yeah. I tell you, our working relationship from Locked In was just so much more, um, I mean, like, we were so in sync with each other. Like, you know, she trusted me, and I, you know, I trusted her. And, like, if, if there was anything that I needed to suggest, I never had to say it more than once. She <laughs> automatically knew. She's like the most normal person when the camera's off. And she'll be like laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as we're like <laughs> rolling, and she's she's whatever character you don't book her to be. <laughs> and it's like, it's so insane on how quick she can just do that. Um, and, Word. you know, everybody was so like, really like god man she she gave it our all and i i love when i work with her i love always giving her a challenge because i mean the whole point of actor if i if i work with another actor i would never cast them for something similar to what they did before because what's the right. point right. um exactly. i like see i love character actors like that's why i love samuel jackson i love mm -hmm. DiCaprio. i love tom hanks i love denzel washington i you know i love actors <laughs> Who really like to play like very different things? Yeah, um, exactly. You know, Val so, Kilmer was up there too. What? Um, when does uh, Locked In come out? Will it be this year? I don't think it will be this year because we're going to run a festival run. I really want to like go to some top uh, tier two, tier three festivals. Um, you know, to really try to to get it at some respectable festivals and i mean because i've been approached with distribution but what i do want is i want the best for my actors i want the best for my my crew wow. i want i want them to get noticed for their work and you know i really want them to to snag some awards i don't even care i don't even care about me getting anything but i would love for like robert meeks to get some awards i would love for amber to get some awards i would love yeah. not to uh get best supporting actress um because she was really good and helped support it um and then like working with a goddess on set lynn lowry was just something else uh she is the sweetest person and uh, i was so intimidated to work with her when she was on set i was nervous as hell um, <laughs> but she, but she was so normal and she was so calm i mean because she's been acting since the 70s um Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's longer than I've been alive. It's, it's right. like, <laughs> I, I didn't know what the I, I was so worried because the day that she was on set, that you know, nothing was going right on, on that particular day, so we had to make a lot of adjustments, but they were for the better. Right. They were so much for the better, though, and that's the thing, like. You know, when you when you go when you the, when you actually work on films and you actually direct multiple films, you're really good at problem solving as they happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I always say that films have a way of making themselves like on Beast of the Field. I mean, we got we got caught in a hurricane. Now. I didn't plan that. Absolutely. No. Um, I mean, there was a lot of times we literally had to go back and t take cover and go back to the hotel or, uh, you know, uh, because yeah, the brain yeah. was just too heavy. Um, 
the the film didn't do it justice on showing how heavy the rain was at times. Um, yeah, but, yeah, because you really can't. Sometimes they say like with film, the only way you can get the the rain or water to show up is if you they're really big droplets, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, yeah, it it sucks when you're in a situation like that. The, fu- the funny thing was, though, Keith Nicholson actually built me a rain machine, and it was going to be for the fight sequence with Amber Don Fox and uh, Ashley Nunez. Uh-huh. However, nature thought, I'm just going to give you a whole bunch of rain. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just do it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, everybody looks looking at me, and they're like, what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to film. What do you mean we're going to do? Uh, I I, I got y'all all out of here. I mean, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to row. <laughs> So uh, I'm Chase, I'm that everybody was so good at not, you know, like no one complained. Right. And that's no good. One. I'm going to ask you two random questions. We have really short of time now, but I'm going to ask you okay. two Sorry. random questions. Ah, nah, no words at all, my man. Uh, so the first question I'm going to ask you is what holiday do you think? <laughs> so what holiday do you think is nonsense? Is nonsense? Yeah. I don't even know which one. I feel like most of them are. Um, if I was to round one up, I would probably have to say Earth Day because every day should be Earth Day. Every day should be Earth Day. Yeah, every day should be Earth Day. We only split it if we don't like save it or if we don't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I see. I, I, I kind of agree with George Carlin. We can't even take care of ourselves yet, so we can't take care of the planet. I mean, we, right. I mean, we can't save the planet. We can take care of the planet. We can pick up after ourselves. We can make things so much more simple um, to 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 live and you know animals live in harmony because um, we're so busy. We're so busy trying to find life on other planets, but we're slaughtering life on this planet, including ourselves. I I just think it's funny. So this- I mean, it's not like funny, funny. Like I don't want people to take that out of context. I don't like laugh when I see that. I'm just saying the irony of the situation. Gotcha. So, have you ever needed an eye test? No, no. I see very good. No, I see. Hey, very good. as directors and filmmakers, we gotta have that. Right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, where can uh, the fans find you on social media? And where can I'm we- on Facebook? Yeah. I'm on Instagram. I'm part-time on Twitter. Um, I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just Twitter. I don't like the way it's set up. I, I you know, like it's, I, it's, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like nobody ever shares or like your stuff anyway. I mean, like not to Twitter's more <laughs> for like, Twitter's more for like someone like Samuel Jackson or, right. uh, you know, someone like so established, but if you're starting out and you're independent, you're, you're not going to get very much recognition on this so Chase man I really appreciate you being on here and everybody if you have an independent film you'd like to suggest or an independent filmmaker or actor or actress that you'd like to suggest email us at indieflixpodcast at gmail.com thanks my man I really appreciate you being on our show hey man I, thanks for having me you are awesome everybody right. Chase Dudley